Hey everyone, before we jump into the episode, I want to invite you to register for my brand new three-day event coming in October, Master Your Money. This is for the woman who is tired of hustling for more money in her business and just seemingly scraping by, exhausted, burnt out, and starting to feel that desperation settling in. You know it's counterproductive and are tired of feeling disempowered and stuck in that cycle of making money to spend money, where what you really are desiring is that empowered relationship with your money, full of trust. So please join me for this event, Master Your Money. This is just for you to strengthen your relationship with your money, to strengthen your business. You can find the link to register in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Messy to Magnetic. My name is Katie Almstrom and I am a money mentor and financial coach for women entrepreneurs. And this is the podcast where you get to follow me and one of my clients behind the scenes during our coaching sessions for six whole months. It is my hope that you're able to take the lessons and transformations in this podcast and apply them to your own business, money, and life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go from messy to magnetic. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I am going to bring just a quick solo episode today. And I'm really excited about this because I I wasn't planning to do an episode like this, but I was taking a walk the other day and I listened to a couple of different short (laughs) podcast episodes, just like this one will be, um, that covered two very simple, but very important sort of life business money lessons. And the context for both was actually like a like business lessons, okay? So they're both business podcasts. And I was reflecting on them, on these points that I'll get to in a minute, and really sat with, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is precisely what I teach my clients. These two sort of big ideas are the foundation for what I teach my clients, what I work on with my clients, how I support my clients. And so I really wanted to share those with you today. And I think you'll see that they're both really relevant for the conversations that I've been having this season with Brooke. And I hope that you can find some relevancy here for you. So thinking about your own life, money, and business, right? How can you start implementing these lessons in your life? Okay, so the first one is really that the secret, right? And of course, there is no secret. Um, But this like idea of the secret to success is to just stay in it, stay on the path with your money And build trust in yourself with your money along the way. And again, this is not a groundbreaking idea to stay committed, to stay in it, to keep doing the thing, to 
like work it till it works, right? There's a lot of different ways to say this. But what I find is that when it comes to money and creating money solutions, hitting financial goals, um, becoming financially free, we're still apt to look for the big overnight thing, the get rich quick, the what's the answer to all my problems, the how do I pay off debt really quickly, um, win the lottery. Like, And again, like I don't really think that this is as pervasive in our culture as it was just a few years ago even. But the idea of letting money be a marathon, <laughs> letting our quest for financial freedom take time, and patience, and setbacks, and growth, and metamorphosis really, right, in ourselves, is a little bit harder for us to commit to. And that's the very thing we need to commit to, to have a fulfilling, lasting, sustainable bit of financial success, right? Financial freedom over time. So I'm going to repeat that again. The secret, the not so secret secret to success with money is staying in it, staying on the path, whatever it is that your strategy is with money, just continuing to do the right thing with your money and continue to build trust with yourself and your money on the way. Okay, so what does that look like practically? For so many of my clients, what it looks like is something like, okay, we are used to spending money in a certain way. We are used to um, maybe not having as much savings. We're used to living client to client or paycheck to paycheck or whatever you want to call it. We're used to things feeling kind of stressful, everything moving around a whole lot, right? Just this kind of chaotic, scattered feeling. And something that a lot of my clients commit to when we work together and need to continue to commit to over time is how can we do less with what we have? How can we decide month over month over month that we're not going to spend more than we make, that we're going to save money and keep money in savings, that we're going to push ourselves to wait on something, um, wait on a big purchase. We're going to commit to saving money over time and not just put it on a credit card. We're going to make investments in our business that are truly aligned with the problem we're trying to solve, right? So whatever this plan is, whatever the strategy is, a lot of times it requires a little bit more patience, slowing down, simplifying, and always just having a reason for what we're doing with our money, giving our money direction and purpose, and not just letting the money get spent. All right, so staying in it, staying in the plan, staying in the strategy, and the longer you stay in the strategy, the more weeks, the more months, the more years that you show up and do what it is that you said you were going to do with your money, give the money purpose, give the money direction, and then execute on that, you're going to build trust, right? The more you check in with your money, the more you spend your money the way that you choose to beforehand, right? You make a choice about how you want to spend your money, and then you spend the money in that way. 
that's going to build self-trust. You commit to saving some money and leaving the money in savings for a period of time or for a particular thing. You're going to build self-trust when you save the money and then use it for what you said you'd saved it for, right? And that doesn't mean you can't change your mind along the way, but little ways to build trust instead of just, again, like this chaotic vortex of money coming in, money going out, and you feeling like you can't ever really put your finger down and pin any of it down in one place at one time. Okay, and then the second lesson or the second sort of topic that came up is that we need to enjoy our life right now (laughs) and not get caught up in living too far in the future, right? And again, I think this is really, really important when it comes to money because again, so many people are looking forward and saying, when I have this much in savings, when I've paid off this debt, when my business is reaching X amount of revenue every month, when I can buy my dream home, when, 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 right? These things in the future. And what I've found to be so true is that on your money journey, you have got to enjoy the journey itself if you can ever hope to enjoy the destination, whatever that destination is. And you'll have lots of little destinations along the way to be celebrated. But those little destinations along the way won't be celebrated and therefore going back to the first point you'll be less likely to trust yourself with your money if you're not enjoying yourself on the way if you're not enjoying yourself enjoying your life right now so an example for this is actually not money related (laughs) at all um uh almost 10 years ago i was competing actually i guess it was nine years ago i was competing in bodybuilding competitions and i I um, I competed in two different competitions in 2013, and the first one was the epitome of I didn't enjoy the journey. <laughs> I was miserable. It hurt. I've done like whole talks on this topic, but the essence is no part of the journey was really that exciting or fun for me. It was grueling work. It hurt my body physically. Um, I had a lot of like post-event trauma and just a lot of issues that came from the excessive exercise and dieting for the show. Um, I did not enjoy my life in the moment. I did not enjoy the process of competing and doing this, like this hard work and getting on stage and all that. And so, uh, you know, the day of the event, while it was a really cool event and it was neat to be there, I I was so tired and miserable and just ready for it to be over that I couldn't really embody the moment, enjoy the moment, or celebrate any of my success because I didn't really see it as success because it hadn't been fun on the way. And so I used to see this early on when I was coaching my clients to pay off debt. And what I saw is that a lot of clients would do anything they could to pay off their debt quickly. And while it felt noble at the time and they were excited for the debt to be gone, in fact, what happened is they would make themselves so miserable on the path to debt freedom that when they got there, they were scared to spend money. They were afraid to go back into debt. They felt like they had to live the sort of restrictive lifestyle forever And they really didn't 
feel good about being there, like being in this new debt-free position. Certainly it sounded nice and it was something they'd been working towards, but something about it just didn't feel good or exciting. It just felt sort of, they felt tormented because of this fear of spending money again and fear of going back into debt once again. So back to the bodybuilding story. My second show, I had a way better experience. I hired a different coach. I followed a different program. I ate like twice as much food. I worked out way less. And while I looked different on stage, I looked better in my opinion and in the opinions of many people that I talked to who saw me for both. I felt way better. I enjoyed the day, I mean, amazingly. And it was just a totally different experience. I had fun on the journey. I was able to participate in my life while I was on the journey, whereas in the first show, I just felt so isolated. And so I was just so restricted by my schedule and what I was doing. So the second journey was just way more enjoyable. And the event was way more enjoyable. And after the event, I felt great. It was way more enjoyable, all of it. And it almost made me think like, I could really like do this again um, and enjoy it. And that's what I want for my clients with their money. No matter what you're working towards, whether it's paying off debt or saving money or making more money in your business or holding on to savings or healing financial trauma, whether from financial abuse or just growing up um, with really negative stories about money, whatever we're working through, I want the first day of our working together to feel like there's there's goodness in stewarding our money. It feels good to connect with our money, to build a relationship with our money, and that we can enjoy our life and this journey with money on day one. We don't have to wait for like to be on the other side of saving thousands of dollars. We don't have to wait to be on the other side of signing five more clients. We don't have to wait to be on the other side of paying off $35,000 in debt. We can start enjoying our life and enjoying our money today because we are learning these basic skills for money, right? With money and that we trust. Again, this is going back to the first point. We trust that staying in it and building that self-trust more and more over time is going to take us to our final destination, take us to financial freedom, take us to our goals, and that we can enjoy that journey along the way. So anyway, those are just two thoughts that came to me as I was taking my morning walk. <laughs> and I just thought they were really important to break down and share. So I would love, love, love for you to reach out, let me know what you thought and if these resonate with you. Um, and then of course, one last time, I'll remind you to register for the Master Your Money workshop, which actually really covers both of these topics quite beautifully. <laughs> um, and which is no surprise, right? Because I really want to look at what is the essence of success with money? And what is it that we need to be doing from day one to actually start hitting money goals, reaching our financial dreams, and what are the things, what are the underlying habits and behaviors that we really need to be activating today that allows us to start reaching those goals with joy, right, on the, on the journey, with joy on the way? 
So register for Master Your Money. We start October 11th, which is on Tuesday. And it's just a three-day event. It's totally free. And it's a great opportunity for you to come and be coached live by me to, um, to, you know, to take in this information and to interact with others in the group for the three-day event. So hope to have you there. And again, thank you so much for listening in this season. And we will be back next week with Session 10 with Brooke. That's it for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Messy to Magnetic. I am so grateful for you being here. Please let me know how you liked the podcast by leaving a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a coaching session away to as a big thank you. Please share this podcast with a woman entrepreneur in your life who would love it. See you next week.